0: Attention, attention, attention. Where are my ladies at? (laughs) Where are my Latinx ladies at? I got something y'all
1: might want to (laughs) hear. Okay.
0: Let me put y'all on to Get Mommy Inc., an organization soon to be nonprofit put together by Lizbeth to serve as a network for Latina women in our communities. If you are a mommy and are looking to make a difference in your community through business, arts, or politics, then check this network out for some empowerment, unity, and opportunities to network. Follow them on Instagram at get underscore mommy underscore inc. or email info at getmommy dot org to start receiving their newsletter informing you of their exciting upcoming events. <laughs> Y'all already know. Game Mommy Inc. is currently accepting any donations to help them become a nonprofit organization.
1: What it is, mi gente? It's your girl Nina Montañez.
0: Hey, yo, what it do? It's your boy Bruin. I'm coming back for you.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to your second serving. You can catch this every Thursday, bringing y'all your favorite Caldero Talk.
0: Caldero Talk is the part of the show where we introduce you to any guests if we have. Bring up our deep topic, and everyone chimes in to dissect and discuss, followed by a reposar.
1: Reposar is how we will close the episode, leaving you all with some positive affirmations, shout outs, and any announcements that need to be made. With that being said, mi gente, let's begin. Caldero, Caldero Talk. Talk.
0: Hey, welcome back, welcome back. This what is your is, second serving. We're going to start off the show with Galdero Talk. This week's episode is another mental health conversation mm. based around um, anxiety. So I got a couple interesting facts. Go ahead. That I go Hit them with it. <laughs> so anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the U.S., mm. affecting 40 million adults in the United States ages, ages 18 and older, or 18.1% of the population every year. Um, Anxiety disorders are highly treatable, yet 36.9 of those suffering receive treatment. People with anxiety disorder are three to five times more likely to go to the doctor and six times more likely to be hospitalized for psychiatric disorders than those who do not suffer from any anxiety disorders. Mm. Anxiety disorders develop from a complex set of risk factors, including genetics, brain chemistry, personality, and life events. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Interesting. We wanted to have this conversation because, you know, we do have this mental health umbrella that we keep going back to Mm -hmm. every single time for, uh, you know, for season one, we touched a couple mental health issues and season two, like we want to continue that going. I feel like in our communities and with our elders, especially these conversations, we do not have these are not normal topics of conversation that you will have at a dinner table, normal, normal topics of conversations that your mom might ask you, hey, do you have anxiety? Yeah. She'll be like, um, get your life together.
1: No, I've definitely <laughs> made a very conscious effort to text my friends to be like, yo.
0: What? Yeah. Mental health check in. We do that. We do that with yeah. each other. Like, like I yo. I literally
1: hit up Ruben and be like, yo, 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 what it is, my fam, but uh, mental health check in. How you doing?
0: And, and I'm like, bitch, I'm dying.
1: Yo, like, no. And that shit is real. He'll legit, like, if he, especially, like, I appreciate it because, especially if he hasn't heard from me from a while, he'll be like, yo, how you doing, boo? Yeah. Um, how's your mental? And I'm like, oh, shit.
0: I feel like it's important, and it. especially people that you care about in your check life. on your
1: strong friends. PSA, yes. PSA, PSA. PSA. Yes. Check yes. on your yes. strong yes. friends.
0: That's, that's very much that's true. Like, um, sorry, excuse me. The first question <laughs> that I have written down is, um, "What is your experience with anxiety?" And um, I'll start off talking about it. Yeah, um, I started experiencing anxiety. I didn't know what it was when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. and um, it took me a while to identify it. I started having uh, palpitations. Probably about two years ago, Mm -hmm. and I I for for like the longest time I was like, "Yo, I'm having, like, I'm gonna have a heart attack. I feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack. I feel like I'm gonna have." So one day, like, I went to work, I was panicking the fuck out. Like, I was crying in the back, and everyone's like, "Yo, what's wrong with him?" And I'm like, "I need to, I need to go to the hospital. Like, I feel like I'm gonna die. Today's gonna be the day I'm gonna die. (laughs) Like, my heart, my heart was just like palpitating so much." Mm And when I went, like they were like, You're having panic attacks and I'm like, What? Like I don't have panic attacks, what? Yeah, they're you like, do. Well Hi. Yeah, when they, did you hear, they looked and they're like, Well, usually there's a history, you know, and you've probably been having her for a while and you didn't notice and I'm like, Oh and they're like, It starts with anxiety and I'm like they're like, Do you have anxiety? And I'm like, I do, but I feel like I've always controlled it well. Mm-hmm. Um, especially before getting on stage, like I experience anxiety at a high mm. level uh, when I'm going to go dance. But I, I, ever since I was younger, I've always been like super anxious to get on a stage. And then when I get on the stage, I'm like, ah, I can breathe, I can control it. And right. um, I do have a lot of trauma in my past that I still am dealing with, so maybe that triggers it. But I, I didn't become hip to it until. A few years ago when I was like, wow, I really do deal with anxiety. But one thing that I just kept telling myself was I don't want to be a victim to it. Mm. You know, I want to deal with it. I want to go through it. And I want to grow through it. Hey. So I just always try to keep that in the back of my mind. Um I realized that at 27, I was having panic attacks. I was having anxiety attacks. I get super anxious when I'm about to walk into a room of people that I don't even know. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, when I'm about to have a conversation with people, I get into this panic mode of like, oh, my God, what are they thinking of me? I've always thought that. I've always you're just crazy to me
1: because you very care, you, you very much carry yourself like right, you think of a
0: fog. <laughs> and uh, and you're um like you're not the first person that has told me that, but I, I put on a very good mask. But deep down inside, I am just like, yo, what does this person think of me? I'm that person in the room that's very much observing everything, but reacting really quick. Mm-hmm. I can react quickly, but at the end of the day, I am in bed like yo, <sighs> like <laughs> I, mean, I really yo. said hi like that, yo. <laughs>
1: I really got up to sharpen my pencil in fourth grade wearing... Right, like all sneakers, these things. And thought. it, But it
0: gets you thinking, like, how long have I been dealing with that? How long has that been an issue? And I can remember, you know, being a teenager, being in the closet, and just feeling like I had to put on the certain persona in order to be able to stand next to my peers and not be picked on, which I must have done a great job because I was never really picked on for my sexuality. Um, but... I just remember, like, having, like, anxiety attacks before going to school and being like, yo, like, even though I know homeboy over there looks <laughs> zamgat, I cannot pay any mind because, God forbid, you know, um, these um, insecure teenage boys find out that you're gay, they get really mad about that. Mm-hmm. So dealing with that, I think, started it, and it triggered some from there um, into my adult years. And uh, as I went on, I started to not give a fuck, but I also, I'm all, I've always been that friend that's very conscious. And I'm just like, like some of my friends will be like, yeah, fuck that shit, they'll be out about it. And I'm just like, mm, I'm a little bit more reserved. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not trying to get killed today. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I definitely deal with anxiety on a high, high level. But I think I'm pretty good at controlling if hmm. you understand that, mm-hmm. um, but what about you? What are your experiences with anxiety?
1: Um, I didn't realize that uh, it wasn't until um one of my jobs that I had uh post uh post graduation, uh, college, <laughs> and it was that I had math anxiety, and I never put a name to it. I when I guys when I tell you I. This sounds so minute compared to, like, the things that people actually deal with, but, like, whatever. That's my reality. Um, I do not like math at all. And in high school, I would literally freak out before I got into math class. Like, I would remember, like, sweating. I was thinking about, like, yo, how can I get out of class? I don't want to be here. Um, and then I I sat with a, a mentor that I had, um, and we were talking, and he was like, why do you think you have math anxiety? And I didn't really put much of a thought to it. And then it, when we had, the further we got into our conversation, it triggered a memory of um, third grade. We were doing math facts, and it was girls versus boys, and we were doing multiplication. And I, it was like nine times nine, and I couldn't. I think it was like one off. Um, and I was like upset about it. I knew it was 81, but I literally was like, I think I might have said like 80 or something. Like it was, I just like tripped up on it. And my math teacher, I will never forget this bitch. She was like, ooh, that was really bad. You should probably go have a seat. And the class started laughing at me. And oh I God. yeah, like and it literally like it triggered something within me in third grade to where I wanted nothing to do with mathematics like at all. If it if we ain't counting money, I don't wanna talk, fam. That's <laughs> literally what it was. Yeah. Um so that was like my first I guess my first introduction to anxiety um was high school because that was when I actually Started to realize that like my, my my pulse would race and I would be sweating and I was praying that my teacher didn't call on me. Um, and I remember every time I survived math class when I left that class, like it was like a
0: a relief. Uh, yeah, it was like a sigh of relief.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I made it. I made it through to...
0: Sorry about that, guys. Right, <laughs> a little background noise. It was like
1: I made it through today's class. Um, and then I think now, um, the older that I got, it wasn't until college. Where I realized I have social anxiety.
0: Ooh.
1: I really, and I didn't know the word term for it. I didn't know that it was even a thing. Right. I am petrified of being in social settings alone. Let me clarify. Alone. If I'm with other people, if I like last night, like I said. Uh, This past weekend, I went out with uh, my best friend. I was good. Like, I was in an unfamiliar place, but I was okay because I had my person. My person was with me. Um, But by myself, it is this, it is almost, it's paralyzing. Um, I can turn on the charm, like Ruben was talking about. um, And a lot of people tell me, like, damn, like, you don't even seem like, you you don't even bat an eye. You know, there's no hiccups. There's no anything. And it's like, I know how to turn it on, but... Just know, i it's it's like it's a it, there's a battery, and the longer I'm talking to you, my battery gets gets chipped away and it gets, gets chipped away. By the end of the night, I need to go home and not see a soul for a fucking <laughs> for like, month <laughs> yeah. because I to have recharge. to recharge. Yeah, I need I to recharge. You. Like I that shit is real. And I think for a while I was like, I I was one of those people that was like, oh, mental health and anxiety, like whatever. Like I used to think that's for the week. Um,
0: which is a common, misconception. which is a common
1: misconception for sure, a yeah. thousand percent. And um, I come to the realization that I do suffer from social anxiety, and being in places with people I don't know in an unfamiliar, and un- uncharted territory, I I'm sweating just talking about it. That's crazy. <laughs> and
0: Nina's hands really, really do do sweat. Like
1: yeah, like I have to keep. I'm like I have to keep wiping <laughs> my hands on my pants because I'm like yo, I, I sweat thinking That's about crazy. it. crazy. Like, really makes me uncomfortable. Now, once put in the situation, I'm going to be a fucking star. I'm going to rock that shit. Right. Because now, like Ruben said, I don't want there to be any misconceptions of, um, you know, who I am. I don't want anyone to say anything bad about me. Granted, I really thoroughly don't give a fuck what people think. Like, I will legit go against the grain. And I've been at company parties, like... At work, where I'm going against the CEO in a whole opinion. And I'm oh, like, oh, yeah, no, I remember is, that story. This is what I think. And I've gone against board members and be like, no, you're wrong. Like, I can do that. I'm very but confident in my thought process. Do you think when, in you're, when process, you're in
0: that mode, you're in full on defense mode and you're deflecting from your social anxiety? I,
1: yeah, 100%. Because
0: As you mentioned that, like I remember being in situations the same way with with managers and see like I remember one time I was going through like word to like yelling at each other with, with the manager at the clinic I worked at. And it was just like when I went home that day, I was like, why are, were you that mad? And I'm like, I, I feel like I was just nervous mm-hmm. and I got mad because you were challenging me. So now I'm going to challenge you. Well,
1: my thing is, is so that, that you don't
0: see that I'm I nervous. don't
1: like if you see that I'm minding my own business and I'm quiet, don't be that guy. Don't be that fucking asshole. That's like, why you so quiet? But then you bring a group of people with you to now make me uncomfortable because. Now my defense mechanism is to come out swinging. So whatever the fuck you say to me, you just put me in the defense. So if you want to go tit for tat and toe to toe with me, I'm the best one to do it with. But it comes at the cost of my social battery. Yeah, I will. I can go at it. I can go at it. I can, like I said, I've been at it with CEOs. I've been at it with COOs. I've been at it with managers. I've been at it with you. Fucking name it. I've been at it with. And, in terms of like an intellectual conversation, but. It was the fact that they approached me to try and be funny. Because I did something about like people in positions of power that think it's like funny to make jokes. And then until someone challenges that joke that you just made, now it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I've had that happen yeah. one too many times. And I'm all too comfortable with going head-to-head with people in positions of power. In a respectful way. Don't get it fucked up. But there's this trigger that goes off in my head where I'm like, you can either run from this. it's a fight or flight. You can either run from this, or you can confront it head on. I'm gonna confront it head on. But when I go home, I'm going to be in shambles in my bed. Like, oh, I gotta collect my thoughts now. Fuck. Uh, it's, that's, I feel like
0: like what you're saying right now is a great segue into the next question, which mm-hmm. is like what triggers the anxiety for you? Like, for me, like I feel like like what you just said, like being challenged and just feeling like you're not letting me. Be myself. Like, if a group of people was to come over to me and be like, why are you so quiet? I'll just go back to that seventh grade rue and be like, like the way I saw people. And I was like, people would ask me, they like, why are you so quiet? And it's like, you don't need to ask me why I'm so quiet. I'm quiet. What why What is the problem business? with that? And right away, I'm going to go into that. Like, what what is the problem with that? Do you have a fucking problem? Right. Now what's you, the issue? What's the issue? Like, I'm minding
1: my own business. You right. came over here. You approached me. And
0: then it's like, oh, why are you being so negative? you are you being defensive? You're not understanding that... Not everyone is built the same. You can't just go up to people and be like, why are you so quiet? Mm -hmm. Instead of being, why are you so quiet? Be like, hey, are you enjoying your time here? Like, what's going on? How are you doing? It's all about your approach. Instead of pulling up with a group of people, why don't you pull up by yourself and check how I'm doing if you Mm. know that I'm here by myself? I noticed that
1: you're here by yourself. How's that go? How's that working out for you?
0: Oh, let me introduce you to so. Do you want to meet so and so because they're the ones that? Oh, you don't. Hey, okay, my cool. group,
1: my friends, and I noticed that you were by yourself. Do you want to come yes. over? It's all about your approach. If you come at it like, why are you so quiet and you have like this demeanor about you? Oh, I'm coming out swinging. <laughs> I'm coming for your whole life. Don't do that because now I'm gonna make you feel uncomfortable, and then you already made me uncomfortable. And so I now. feel
0: like also like the the for me, what triggers it the most like I, with me, I deal with social anxiety a yeah. lot. Um,
1: Keep in mind, people, right now we're talking about social anxiety. We're not speaking on behalf of all the types of anxieties. This is just one that we experience.
0: I think that social, like, I started experiencing social, even to the point where I was walking down the street, where I'd walk down the street, and if I'm walking on this side and there's a group of people, I'd cross, like, I was doing that for years. I'd cross the street to walk on that side by myself. Like, because I was just so nervous of, Mm -hmm. like, running into anything. Um, What triggers it for me really, really is just... I think that the thought process and the approach right you know if you approach me in a threatening way I automatically get get anxiety right away if you approach me in a way where it's like you're putting me on the spot I automatically shut down and it's just like like you said like defense mode like Mm -hmm. okay so and then you know it sucks because then people look at you like well, I can't bring this person anywhere. I can't talk to this person because this person's so negative. And I used to get that for so many years. I used to get like, oh, you're so negative. And it's like, I'm not really negative. It's just that you're challenging me and you're not understanding that I am built different. And I don't need to tell you that I have social anxiety. That's not something that I need to walk around and say, hey, I have social anxiety. Be careful how you speak to me. Speak to me like an adult, number one. Number two, speak to me with respect. Mm-hmm. Don't put me on no spotlight like you are someone. Because, baby, we're all on the same boat here. So, mm. let's calm it down a little bit, <laughs> right? So, I'd say the approach and, mm-hmm. and just all of that like triggers it for me.
1: Um,
0: can you pinpoint anything?
1: Nothing. Because again, I know when I have to go to a social event or so I know when I have to do, um, something like that. So. There's n- not anything that triggers it. However, with, uh, so this, this past week I had to attend a wake um, for someone on my father's side of the family. Now, if you listen to season one, I, that part of the family is not in my life. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, out of respect, um, you know, you gotta put you you just pay your respects. So my sister and I decided we wanted to go to the, to the wake. We were like, okay, to let's, let's go to the wake. Um, it's not like we don't know them. They, we just weren't. We didn't grow up with them. Like they were not a constant in our lives. Um, so we decided to go. And you know, our mother asked if we were going to go, and we didn't want her to go by herself. Um, and I didn't put two and two together um, as to where the funeral was going to take place. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I see where it's going to take place. And we showed up. I'm going to speak to the point of PTSD. My sister and I showed up. And we walked into the, we walked into the funeral home and there was a moment where we both kind of paused and we looked at each other and we were like, yo, do you feel that?" And we were walking into the same funeral home that my brother's funeral was held at. Um, and we had not stepped foot in that building um, in 15. It's been 15 years. So when we walked in there was like this there was a heaviness that both my sister and I um, felt. And we both became very anxious and very hyper aware of our surroundings in that moment. Um, and I remember uh, texting my best friend and saying, "Yo, PTSD is real. Like this is this is a thing." Um, and I I remember fidgeting with my when I wear two rings. Typically, I'm not wearing them right now, but and I was fidgeting with my fingers. And I like had my hands in my pockets. I didn't have my hands in my pockets. I just I didn't know how to exist in that space because I was. 11 the last time that I was there and it wasn't on good terms like whoever is in a funeral home for good terms um but it was that triggered all of the memories um I wasn't running from I wasn't you know I I didn't try to suppress them um but in funeral homes there are different rooms that you can house people and it was the exact same room that my brother's funeral was in. Um, and you Should know, be. yeah, so we were kind of like, my sister and I were kind of like, what the fuck? And then, but the thing for us was like, how's mom doing? And I, wow, this woman is so fucking. My sister and I are like, we're not gonna like bust out in tears or anything, but you know, we, we definitely felt the heaviness. And my mom walked in there. Where her, held, where her head held so fucking high, like her little her little taquitos, her little fucking her little heels, <laughs> my cute, my cute. Um, granted, this is a side of the family that like we haven't seen in fucking years. Um, uh, so that was that was a thing, and another thing that kind of um, triggered uh, a, a sense of anxiety that I didn't, I didn't think I was gonna feel. And if I'm being completely honest, I haven't even said this shit out loud. This is the first time I'm gonna say it out loud. Um, so the person who had passed that we were um going to the wake for to pay our respects um was an aunt from my father's side of the family and I realized that the aunt that passed was actually my father's sister. So my sister and I realized, oh fuck. Is our father gonna be here today? Like we haven't seen him since we were like six, seven years old. So then there was like that that like are we gonna run into him? Are we like are we gonna see him? Like And me making jokes because that's just who I am as a person. I was like, I'm pulling up with the IRS because we got some back child support that needs to be paid up, and I got debt that needs to be paid. So with that being said, if he is here, I'm going to need to check when I leave. I'm not even – I was not. I was dead serious. Um, And I didn't – it was one of those things that I never thought about, but it was like, oh, shit, there is a possibility that we will see this man today. I didn't feel angry. I didn't feel – Mad. I wasn't sad or or anything. Like it was like a just like a hyper awareness of my surroundings and who I might run into, Um, and and that kind of caused like an like anxiety. Like my Fitbit was like, relax. What are you doing? Are we doing cardio right now? (laughs) Um, My heart was like racing because I'm like I'm gonna be with a group of people that like I have not seen since I was like a fucking kid, and it turned into anger. At one point, because everyone's like, oh my God, the twins, the twins, the twins. These are twins, these are twins. And my sister and I were like, what the fuck? Y'all have all lived in the same fucking houses for years. For years. And you never reached out. And you never reached out. And that might be a conversation I have to have with Sulma. Maybe they did reach out, and Sulma was like, nah. You know what I'm saying? But i very highly doubtful that that's what Sulma did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... It, 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 my sister and I kind of looked at each other and we, it, it, ev- it evoked a, a feeling that I don't think either of us were prepared to feel. Um, and it was just on top of where we were, the occasion that we were there for, and with a group of people that know who the fuck we are, but we have no, who, we don't know who the fuck they are. So to fuck with someone's mental, then you sit there and say, oh, my God, you look so much like so-and-so. You look so much like so-and-so. And in my mind, the whole time I was growing up, I was always told to look like my mom. So to be told by a group of strangers that I look like somebody else, I'm like, hold on, wait, what the fuck? it fucked with me mentally. I literally left that place and I went to the fucking gym to de-escalate and do what the fuck I had to do to gather my fucking thoughts because I no longer wanted to be in that place. I no longer wanted to think about those things. Um, I just, I didn't realize that it was was gonna be triggering for me. Um, But family is a trigger, for sure. Whether they have been in your life or they weren't in your life, them motherfuckers is a trigger
0: it definitely is definitely is and you kind of already touched on it but I was gonna ask next like what helps you deal with your anxiety and I know for you like you're super heavy on the gym Mm -hmm. so does that like help you deal with it
1: um yeah because if I'm having like I, I went from like going to the gym in the morning to fuck that I wanna sleep in so I'm gonna go after work and I realized that it actually helps um because I do my best thinking when I'm at the gym I think about a lot when I'm at the gym. I think about anything to get my mind off of fucking cardio for 30 minutes. Um, so I read every gym session, I do 30 minutes of cardio. And I think about any and everything. And I will think myself into a bad mood, think myself into a happy mood. It doesn't matter. I will think myself in all of the moods. But the moment I get off of that treadmill, it's time to put in work. Point blank, period. And I'm going to blast my music. I'm going to listen to inspirational shit. Sometimes I listen to R&B in the, mu- in the gym. Fucking all of December, I was listening to Christmas music. Whatever helped put me in the mood that I wanted to fuck up this workout in a good way. Um was it. Like I, I being healthy and being active is definitely um helps with my anxiety just because and I don't for me, I don't have anxiety every day. There are specific events that take place yeah, where like, it is on it's like not hyper a constant Yeah, us. it's not a it's not a constant. Um, but I am very aware that there are instances where I do have like it, it is a thing for me, um, and I wow when those when those hit me it comes out of <laughs> left fucking field and I was fully not prepared for it to happen unless again it's a social event that I know it's happening I know the date and I'm already sweating thinking about the <laughs> days leading up to it, um, so for some for y'all that deal with it on a daily basis, it must be wow. rough.
0: It must be rough, but yeah. I feel like, like even for me, like what helps me deal with anxiety is like, um, obviously dancing, choreographing, um, you know, talking to people who are somewhat like-minded, and see the vision that I see mm. for myself and for themselves. Um, exercising helps. Um, writing, I like to write a lot. Like I need sometimes, I just need to like open up a planner and just write down stuff and just be like yo this is what i want to do on this day planning out my weeks helps my anxiety a lot Mm. but it also fucks it up because if something changes i'm just like all fucked up in the mental like yo what you threw off my whole energy my whole vibe um yeah i i feel the same way as you like i feel like especially when i'm dancing like When I get to start teaching the class and, you know, even though I'm working with little kids, like, I take it very serious because I want them to understand that it is a serious thing. It's more than just extracurricular activity for them. And I want them to see the more professional side of it. Mm -hmm. So I take it very serious and I I get into a mindset of, like, yo, like, whatever's going on in your personal day-to-day, let it go. Let it go right here. Do your best. Try to get these kids on board. But at the end of the day, really just make it about yourself. Like... Mm. Just let go of all your fear, all that you've been thinking about, and just live in this moment. And that really helps me out. Like, this past week, my anxiety was through the roof because the fact that every single day at this job, I had to meet a new group of kids. Mm. And not just one group of kids, but sometimes three different groups of kids or two different groups of kids. Like, it Mm -hmm. just brought back so many memories. And just knowing that, like, this past week, like, I'll be teaching... I have taught about two hundred different kids. That's crazy, and that blows my mind. Like, yo, what?
1: My dude went from waking up whenever the fuck he wanted right. to, right? I work, was like, into uh, work at three thirty. My language was so beautiful, and now but he's like, I mean. You know, but like even
0: that, like, my anxiety was through the roof every morning. I'm not lying to anyone. I literally got into the studio, and I sat there for a good 15, 20 minutes, and I looked myself in the mirror, and I was like, bro, you got this. Like, you're, you're going to be fine. These mm-hmm. kids are going to like you. You're going to be okay. And if they don't like you, guess what? Okay. You're the adult in the situation. You have the power to remove the child from the class, and you keep it moving forward. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I have yet had anyone to mouth off to me, although I do see a couple kids where I see it coming but I'm just like, you know what? I also have a really good connection with kids and with teenagers especially, right. and I can really understand and relate to them. Where yeah. I'm, and I explained this to them like this. I was like, to the 7th and 8th graders, I was like, listen, I'm not here to be another adult in your life that is going to tell you you can't do something. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to push you. I'm here for you. So do not approach me like I'm an adult. Approach me like I'm one of y'all. But just do know that whatever you say to me, I have to report it to my manager. Mm-hmm. So keep your, choose your words you know, wisely. Right. And they were all like, okay, cool. And I was like, you know, yeah, like, joking around with them, like, cool, like, you know, saying jokes while I'm teaching. And they appreciate that because they understand, like, but it's also helping my anxiety. Like, it's helping me understand, like, okay, you got this. Let's get down to their level you know okay, and not yep. not be so much of like an adult in the situation let's be a little bit childish with them huh. but still put them in their place like sis i told you 5678 we're starting what are you doing <laughs> So, I mean, I all those thing. things kind of help me out. Um, I, I want to go back to the first question, and, you know, social anxiety is really what I suffer from. Yep. You know, and when you said math anxiety, I was like, oh, I didn't say exactly what, what it was. And it's not anxiety, like you said. I don't deal with anxiety on the regular, but I do deal with when it's a, in a social setting, my anxiety is through the roof. Point blank and period. Like... Even though I'm not showing it to you, like, when we went to the New York Dose event,
1: I was fucking <laughs> dying.
0: I was sitting. Di- th- I thing was is, is sitting that,
1: like, there. Like DJ came up to us. Adeloso came up yeah, to and us. and came up to us. I just was Lisa like, it took
0: me a couple. I want to say it took me a good twenty to twenty five minutes to warm up to the room. To the yeah. room. Yep. You know, and well, although I, mean, I know
1: DJ was like Sofrito speaks, yeah, just, oh like, my god, oh, I, I. But Shit I had to
0: warm right. up to the to the energy and to the vibe, and then that's when I was like, okay, I'm comfortable enough to get up and get a drink by myself. Because remember, we move, were we I were like, like glue. Yep, we were like glue the other. whole time. We were like and each then,
1: other's safe haven leave
0: and i was out. like okay i'm going to i'm going to let like i'm going to leave nina i'm going to go get a drink you know and i think i asked you do you want anything and you were like no i'm good and i got a drink when i went over there i had a conversation with people and i was just in my head like oh, uh, uh,
1: uh. i was just trying to go back to my spot
0: <laughs> no, <I laughs> and then you know the 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 panel started and everything went great. But I mean, my anxiety was through the roof that day. Like I'm in a room, um, one with people that I, you know, I do look up to in the podcast world and two around creatives that I don't, I don't know who they are.
1: But I think for me, what, so when we did the YouTube, when we went to the YouTube event and then when we went to, um, the event for the New York dose, as well as ladies who bronche, um, it was how warm and inviting that they were as the hosts that yeah, my anxiety was still up, but I knew that like it was a creative space. It was a safe space. Like everybody in there was there for a common purpose. Um we knew everyone's intentions. Um we were there to celebrate. There wasn't um, any
0: any anybody there who was not accepting, yeah, of any, yeah, 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 you know, yep,
1: for sure, for sure, for sure. Any group, and even of people. even the like the artists that we met, and, and we met a, a, a bunch of people, everybody was wicked, just like <sighs> they just had such warm spirits, you know, like you didn't feel uncomfortable. And that's and that's the thing, like with certain social events, like you just don't know, so you have to feel the vibe. So, I'm like I said, I'm very hyper aware. I stand. I can stand in the back so I can see all the exits, and I can see where everyone is at. Um, and I'm a people watcher because I don't know the vibes everywhere I'm gonna go. So yeah. I want to scope it out first before I'm like. And it's literally like you can physically see when I I get comfortable. Like my shoulders are at my fucking ears walking in, and once I get comfortable, <laughs> then they're like, okay, we're good. Yeah, we're back at you know neck base level, um, type shit.
0: But even like, even I feel for me, the the YouTube event, I felt super okay because I know Skittles and I know, um,
1: what was my first time? Actually no, I, no. Being, and I get it for you. Yeah. New York. Like,
0: um, with Skittles, like I know his environment has always been super chill, but I had never prior to that. I had never really met DJ. I knew Adeloso, you know, in
1: off rip. They were so fun, Yeah. They were super, cool. super cool. Yeah. Because I remember um, you being like, yo, listen to this podcast before we get ours mm-hmm. started. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're really dope. And then I met them and I was like starstruck for like a second. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I listen to you guys every fucking day when I'm getting ready for work. What yeah. the fuck? Um, and now they're just really fucking cool. And like the, the next time that we saw them, it was like nothing but love. Yeah,
0: we were, we're like... When we went to their event, I w- that I had to take a little bit of time to kind of warm up to it because i I didn't know what kind of crowd it was going to bring right. in I mean, I know that they only surround themselves around great energy, so i didn't question that, but I was just like i don 't know if I'm going to be received well, sometimes I can come off a little bit strong. you mm-hmm. know you start to question yourself and that's how anxiety works. like you start to question the way you're acting, the way you're coming off are you you know you, you start to think about in the past what people have told you like Hey, sometimes you come off a little bit strong sometimes you come off a little bit cocky and you're like really? because I feel like I was being super nice that's (laughs)
1: actually that's funny that you bring that up like thinking about like things that I said in the past and I actually had someone a friend of mine call me out on that um, this week Uh, I was like talking I was talking whatever and this reverts back to like my dating life and I was talking to one of my friends and um, I was asking mad questions like rapid fire questions and he's like yo why you asking so many questions and I'm like because I was told in my past that I don't ask enough questions. So it made me aware to be more inquisitive, but it's not me. And he was like, I can tell it's not what you do because you sound uncomfortable with every <laughs> fucking question you ask. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just... And there, there's like a level of like anxiousness that also surrounds like now me when I have regular conversations with people that like I'm cool with. Because like I'm i I've, I've never been one to like care, but I feel like there there's some times where you can get called out on something that it makes you aware. So like now you know how to go about it. And other times where like the person that had said like you don't ask enough questions, you're never inquisitive and like it kinda dogged me about it. And like now like and that was like someone I was dating and like now going into the dating world, I'm like very aware of it. So I try to do my best. Um, I fucking hate asking questions. Like, what is this? 21 questions? <laughs> fuck that. I don't want... What are we in middle school? I just like, want to have
0: a conversation and throughout that conversation... If I, I, I learn about you in that yeah. conversation, I learn about you. Yeah. I don't want
1: to be... Okay, I understand that. When was the first time you realized that. that you wanted this to be here forever? Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> At one point, I was looking up questions because I didn't know what to fucking ask.
0: That's just awkward. It makes you kind of feel like you're in an interview instead of a date. Right. Or whatever the case. You
1: know what I'm saying? But... um, So, on. yeah, I mean...
0: <laughs> I think... Like, it's safe to say if you're listening to this and you deal with uh, social anxiety or anxiety itself, like, and you relate, like, let us know. Comment on the post, hit us up on the DMs, like, really let no, us let's know. Let's chat.
1: Um, We're trying to be more interactive with y'all. It's nice that you let <laughs> us know you like the episode, but like,
0: let's chat. Let's talk. Um, not only that, but also know that there there are ways that you can, you know, kind of like tune it out or kind of like work on it. You know, find your outlet. I would say that. For a lot of people, a lot of people really don't have an outlet, you know? Yeah. They think that their outlet is one thing and it's not. Chilling every Friday night drinking is not an outlet. Let's it's, find a positive outlet. It's almost like you're running for something. Yeah, what are you exactly. From? Let's find the positive outlet that would help you with your anxiety and then, you know, roll with that before you go deeper in the hole and... um.
1: Yeah, You're I at don't the know. point of no return.
0: Yeah. So we're going And gonna... it's
1: okay. Yo, dead ass. I've met people who um don't wanna openly say that they are have anxiety. Like I the reason why I'm so aware of like mental health now is because there were people in my life that made me aware. I didn't know anxiety was a fucking thing until I met a specific person who was anxious all the fucking time. And I'm like, yo, how do you... How? Why? Like, I need to tap into your brain to understand how it's working to be that anxious all the time. So it's like, because that person would tell me, like, oh, I'm anxious or um, I'm uncomfortable and stuff like that, like, it... It it kind of almost made my heart a little softer because... I think about other people in my past that would express that. I'd be like, what the fuck? Get over it. Like, I was very cold towards it. Yeah. But um, this person that actually opened my eyes to it being an actual thing, um, it softened me up. My heart grew three sizes that day.
0: <laughs> I, I, I had a lot of friends who used to be like that. And I, I don't want to sound like a dick, but it just kind of made me realize like, These are not really the type of friends that I want to have Mm -hmm. because I, even though I deal with social anxiety, I, am a thrill seeker. I love adventure. I love meeting new people. And yes, I do deal with social anxiety, but like I said, it's not a constant for me. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, when I'm about to meet someone, I'm like, "Oh oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh God, then you meet them and you're like, oh, happen? that was nothing. On. And then, you know, after we have a great conversation, I walk away and I'm like, oh my God, you know, if I would have never had this conversation with this person, I would have never realized this. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and before I would have a lot of friends who'd be like, no, I don't want to go there because I'm afraid that if I run into this person and I'd be like, oh yeah, true. I don't want to have enablers around me, which is why I'd rather stick by myself because I don't mm-hmm. want to have anyone around me that's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I want to have people who are going to challenge it and be like, yo, Let's go, let's go, get the fuck up, let's go, you know. Um, Anyways, that was a complete sidetrack, but (laughs) (laughs) I want to close out this section, this Caldero talk. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're going to head over to our next section, which is... A A Reposar. Welcome back to our next section, which is Reposal. Um, this is a part of the show where we leave you guys with some affirmations and we say goodbye for another week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start this off. Uh, this upcoming week, my affirmation, and it's been ringing in my head, and I've said this before on the show, and I've, I've said this plenty of times, but now it's like been ringing in my head a lot a lot a lot a lot um trust the process like a lot like a lot, a lot. Oh, okay. like trust the process trust the process like everything you're going through you're going through for a reason mm. don't question it just let it happen let it be organic let it be natural don't force it um if it's not working for you cut it off and let it go and if it is working for you then continue on that path you know um what about you any affirmations
1: um um <laughs> <laughs> mm. This week officially marks I am 30 days out from going to Africa. And I know I spoke about it last episode um, that I have a lot of uh, reservations about it. Um, However, I am going to go into this week with the affirmation um, that be okay with getting a little squishy, getting uncomfortable. Um, if If life were meant to be easy, we wouldn't have any struggles, no trials and tribulations. It's um, so being uncomfortable is growth. And I have to constantly remind myself that um, if I want to grow as a person, if I want to grow as an individual, I have to be okay with getting uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> so I definitely, again, I've I said this all season one, when it feels scary to jump, that's when you jump. Facts. We would. We, I will... Definitely, we are definitely gonna talk about this before I I leave. because I'm probably not gonna be singing the same fucking song when I'm a week out. But when she's
0: jumping mid air, she won't be singing the I'm same
1: like, song. Fuck this shit! It was scary. Why did I jump? Yup. So that's what I'm gonna leave y'all with.
0: Um, cool. Sorry. Um, I have a couple shout outs that I want to give, um, which I didn't give to anyone last episode i want to shout out my cousin shakira and my cousin gabby their sisters and i got to hang out with them um throughout the holidays which was really cool to catch up with them shout out to the new york does um we read your newsletter Mm. and yes we are very saddened that you guys would be delaying your episodes but we are rooting for you guys we hope you guys find a, a new home and you keep coming out with this great content and this newsletter yes honey yes this newsletter is yes (laughs) Um, I also want to shout out like um, uh. what I forgot who I was going to shout out, but uh, <laughs> A shout out to everyone who's listening, who's been tuning in, who's been keeping up with season two. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate y'all. You have any shout outs you want to give? Oh, wait, wait. I remember. I remember. Okay. I want to shout out Elvis. Elvis tuned into our last episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you tune into this episode. Gabby, I think Gabby's tuning in. Movement City's tuning in. Okay, we here for it. We here for it. Mm-hmm. Shout <laughs> um, out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out.
1: I'm trying to think. Um, I don't have anybody's name specifically, but everyone that uh, reached out to me at the last uh, last week's episode that was like, "Yo, yeah. I, yeah," I posted it on my Instagram. There was a couple people that you know reached out to me and they were like, "Yo, I heard your episode. I know that you, you know, you have your reservations about these things, um, but understand <coughs> that um, there is a level of growth that's gonna happen. And then if it's for you, it's for you." Um, and there was another person that was like, "Yo, dead ass. Like, I can so see you like on television." um, being in entertainment, if he was like, if that's the route that you want to take, um, you're going to kick ass. So I definitely want to shout out those people, um, that listen and and that's that when they listen to me speak, that's how they feel. I think that's amazing. Um, again, it's, it's one of those very humbling things that you think that, you know, I was always a quiet girl in the back (laughs) and I never really said much unless you were cool with me, then I had a lot to say. Um, And now I have this platform where I say whatever the fuck I want to say, and people are relating, and people are receiving it, and people are enjoying it. So, shout out to everyone who is understanding and went into listening to us with an open mind and an open heart because, mi gente, we in
0: here. We in here. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this closes out episode number two for Sofrito Speaks, season two. My name is Ruzales, and I'm blasting off. All
1: right, Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your girl, Nina Montañez. Stay blessed,
0: mi gente. Okay.
1: Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks.
0: Make sure you follow us on Instagram, at Sofrito Speaks, to keep up with all of our latest content. Hey, yo, what it do? It's your boy, Ru, and I got a message for you. We here at Sofrito Speaks want to work for you. Yes, you heard me. I need another job. If you own a business, are an entrepreneur, or just simply want to get a message across, hit us up. We currently have an amazing promo package going on where you, yes, you, can buy ad space in the next episode. What? How? How much? Our prices range from $20 to $50. We create the ad for you, and you enjoy the benefits. Our main goal is to help out small businesses in our area. If this is something you're interested in, slide in our DMs or email us at sofritospeaks at gmail.com. And let us know you want us to work for you.